Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. This episode with Silver Ensar, uh, let's just say be prepared to spend 45 minutes pack rafting. We spend almost the whole time talking about the pack raft, um, using the yellow brick, what it was like, um, why they needed to, why they thought it was okay, and uh, it'll, it'll give you some insight into it. Um, other than that, not much else happening, so we don't need to do much of an introduction, although I am hoping that uh, Abby and Brett have a bunch of road trips so they can uh, get a chance to listen to all these and discuss them. So, um, hey, that's it. Go fast, take chances. And thanks for listening. I was talking on listening. my phone before. But, ah. Uh, <coughs> so. Uh, Facebook sound uh, calls only work on uh, Chrome. Really? Safari. Huh. So, yeah. Well, we're working now, so uh, um, nice to meet you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. We probably have met uh, from the distance, at least, in uh, last year in Black Hills. Oh, during the Rogaining World Champs. Really? So, well, that's kind of yeah. cool. I wish I'd have known that. <laughs> yeah. So, what did you think of the Black Hills? Um, it was a beautiful area. Yeah. Uh, it uh, looked easier than it was uh, in actually to run in the forest. Mm -hmm. But. Um, uh, it was nice. Huh. It was, it's not uh, that different uh, than uh, the Scandinavia and uh, in the forest. Yeah. In, in the northern part of Europe, so uh, I liked it. Oh, good. I'm glad. I, I hope you had a good time. Yes. Yes. And uh, famous sites uh, like the <clears throat> um, Mount Rushmore and. And uh, Yellowstone, no, that is not there, but yeah, it's close. Quite close. Yeah. So yes, it was a nice trip. Oh. so good. Well, you know, the, kind of the problem with that is there were so many people at the race that I knew, and you just you just didn't have any time to hardly even talk to talk to people you knew well. So, <laughs> but mm -hmm. so well, it's nice. Well, so we we have a history. <laughs> yes. So, um. All right, I'm going to start with the hard question. Is that okay? Uh, yes, <laughs> just shoot. What did the organization, Shuby, tell you when they helped you out of the pack draft? Did you did did you discuss that any with them? Um, there was no discussion, mm -hmm. and uh, the situation. Um, I don't know if, if I should answer like uh, starting a little bit. Uh, yeah, just start where start wherever you want because it's yours. I want you know people are really kind of interested in it. So you do tell us everything we need to know about it. Okay, so it played out like this that uh, uh, we started this uh, famous Packraft leg <laughs> uh, in the evening of uh, it was Friday evening. Mm -hmm. And um, we had uh, had a pretty long uh, day, hot day, already behind us, in ending the trek. Mm -hmm. That was also twice as long as we planned. Yeah. And so we uh, arrived to the TA and found that uh, there were some teams, uh, there was court zone, and uh, who were like packing and looking like they're going to leave soon. Then there was uh, Morel, uh, whose uh, captain was uh, being treated by medical staff, mm -hmm. and the others were sleeping and resting. And then, then there were some uh, short course t teams. Yeah. And then we also were uh, arrived, started to... Um, Little, you know, get our stuff from the food bag and and also order some food from the lady there, and then also had our feet uh, 
checked. Yeah. We had some blisters under our feet and uh, the medical staff cleaned them and and uh, said that we should take some antibiotics or or no. They looked at our own medical kits and and uh, gave us some suggestions and uh, and also uh, tried to tape these uh, uh, blisters. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, with a white some kind of medical tape yeah. that uh, doesn't uh, hold well in adventure. <laughs> so yeah, we had to do it ourselves later. And then we ate, and uh, our plan was. Uh, to get out uh, before darkness, mm-hmm. to have at least hour or two in, the, in daylight to find the, the track and uh, just keep going uh, and find no, just to get go and yeah. going and uh, and uh, be on our way. Mm. And uh, we found out that uh, that uh, Merel was uh, going to stay there for a while because they had to give time to uh, tweet to recover from uh, foot uh, infection mm-hmm. and and uh, so we thought that uh, we, we would use this situation and uh, then <coughs> that before we were almost ready to leave then also Techno arrived and uh, their Member Jason was also quite dizzy and uh, had some foot problems, and and uh, he was also treated by the medical staff. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> I heard Kyle say that uh, to his team that okay, we're going to be stuck here for a while and uh, let's sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that meant that uh, we could get a small advantage. And uh, we really hoped that uh, our good navigation skills would. Uh, <clears throat> Like finally give us some advantage that uh, that we thought we would be able to gain. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, before in the race uh, we were not very satisfied with with our uh, navigation. The re- the, our position was very good, and uh, others maybe did even worse. But uh, we we were not uh, satisfied with our own <coughs> uh, like how it turned out. Yeah. All the all this. <coughs> the end of backcraft and, uh, and uh, some other uh, other issues mm. and then we got on the way and uh, in the first uh, hour we had some discussion in the team but we found a nice uh, uh, riverbed or uh, I can't say that uh, we not there, it was very difficult to tell which one is a river and which one is uh, like uh, some stream and which one is the cattle uh, track yeah. and uh, there were all kinds of uh, water passages flowing this way and that <laughs> way and <coughs> but we used compass and uh, we were probably on the right track in the beginning mm-hmm. and then we got into some uh, thicker bush area went through that found some uh, wrappers from the Swedish team mm. so we knew, knew that somebody had been here and uh, that is always a good sign yeah <laughs> and then uh, we pushed through the uh, bushy area then it was uh, already dark we put our lamps on and then we got to the other side and and uh, saw some lamps and heard uh, British English that meant that uh, it was God's own mm. that had left about an hour before us I think yeah and then uh, we were um, looking at them what are they doing and because it was obvious that uh, uh, they are making some kind of a mistake or they are just uh, about to uh, like <coughs> uh, fix this mistake mm. So they went to the left side, uh, where by the map we also were planning to go, but uh, then we decided to look what's going to happen, and uh, because the terrain was not very easy to 
traverse. Yeah. So you had to go uh, to find these waterways and uh, go zigzag and and we observed observed what these uh, uh, like adventure racing superstars are <laughs> up to, and uh, they were you know, because uh, they have been in uh, such harsh competitions like this Patagonia and uh, and uh, no yeah I can't, I can't imagine what they can't handle yeah and uh, then we saw them at the at the forest area about uh, maybe a few hundred meters or half k to the left and they were searching there and uh, and not uh, with any success because they didn't enter the forest or the bush area <clears throat> and then we decided to go uh, at another approach there was a another road uh, quite close and we had a quite hard uh, struggle to get to that uh, place where it would exit the bushy area and we had to crawl through some uh, uh, swamp and this uh, overgrown uh, water areas like 100 200 meters and push our boats there and and uh, we finally made the, made it to that point that we believed that uh, uh, path should start from and uh, we didn't find any sign of any waterway there it was just a dead end and uh, and uh, not just to start walking through the bush and through the high grass and uh, it wasn't like a, we were not uh, thinking uh, of this as an option because uh, uh, communication to us before the race we, we thought that uh, it, our understanding was that uh, you could paddle like almost everywhere. Yeah. But, uh, route choices are uh, limitless, and uh, that's why we thought that uh, not, this can't be the good best option. And then uh, also Godzone uh, came to see what we were doing there. Mm -hmm. And so we had a short discussion and uh, they said that they haven't found anything and we said that there is nothing here too. And then they went to fix, went to see what, no, where we have been. And uh, we made the decision that, uh, okay, let's just uh, start moving with the compass, with a general direction and uh, and uh, we'll see where that takes us and uh, maybe we find something uh, good to paddle on. Okay. <laughs> then we were going uh, by some very narrow streams and found that uh, some of them had uh, like flowing water in. Mm. And then we started to look in the bottom and uh, see where it takes because you know, it has to go somewhere. Yeah. Maybe a lake, bigger lake or... And uh, then we got to the some kind of a forest area. Not I don't know how big or no, we were not very fresh also at that moment. And uh, then we got uh, out of the boats because it was uh, dry land, and uh, saw that uh, somebody had been there, probably Swedes again. Mm. But uh, really don't know. And our legs were not very good, so we were not very keen on walking. And uh, but we we carried the boats for maybe kilometer through some field and uh, and uh, bushes, and we didn't saw for a while that uh, there were Godson's lights, but uh, or no, we didn't know whose lights they were yeah. following. But uh, soon we lost those lights, and uh, and then we discovered some uh, other stream and started to go down it uh, to some alligator lake mm. and uh, so the next couple of hours was we spent so that we got to a, like an open area or a small lake and then uh, we're looking for some waterway to another lake or no, I don't know how you call them, like an open area yeah. of water. It was mostly 
covered with uh, water, uh, all this swamp was mostly covered in water weed, but there was some open like areas mm -hmm. and uh, channels yeah. connecting them and uh, and then we were just uh, making our way uh, in this labyrinth holding the direction like by compass yeah. uh, between uh, was it, I don't know if we remember correctly but between west and south maybe yeah. um, in, in uh, like one quarter of the compass okay we tried to be and then we continued like that uh, but of course it's not very easy to keep your direction if you have to go sometimes uh, left sometimes right yeah. and do some zigzag and sometimes back and forth and and uh, it was night time and uh, and soon we decided uh, that we would take a nap mm -hmm. and then we napped in the boat and then uh, he woke up, still night, then we did some more hmm. this, uh, labyrinth zigzags and uh, we were not very efficient and, uh, and uh, no. yeah. by, by map uh, at night we didn't like, find yeah. any, any resemblance at all <laughs> on the map, it was just uh, green with a swamp mark yeah. so nothing new no, no features. features yeah and, and then we found uh, some other like a little island with a shady tree and and uh, because it's uh, also some wind at, at night there yeah. and, and uh, first sleeping was not uh, like very hot or and then then we slept i don't know like i think uh, altogether two two times 90 minutes again mm -hmm. like three hours altogether and uh, in hope that uh, there would be daylight yeah. soon yeah and um, finally it was daylight and then we of course discovered that uh, this kind of uh, labyrinth it's uh, like endless <laughs> everywhere you look yeah. it's the same and uh, only in the distance like maybe five kilometers or you could see some like a tree line or and then we thought that okay let's uh, we picked out uh, uh, some distant objects in the probably right direction and uh, started to bear that uh, our, our eyes on that object and uh, do the zigzags uh, towards that object yeah and then we went out of uh, this one big swamp through some this forest uh, small forest uh, line and the water was uh, it was not like standing water it was flowing sometimes uh, mm. more and sometimes less and sometimes it was um, uh, like uh, uh, deeper and sometimes uh, only only five or ten centimeters so you have to uh, step out of the boat and and uh, then we uh, got out of the first one and and uh, into the next one it was a little little different uh, uh, like floor flora there, a little bit different kind of uh, trees or, or plants yeah. and uh, and then it was uh, also almost all the time uh, the flood was uh, coming towards us so <clears throat> the paddling was quite slow and and, uh, and the next one of the swamp area that was even uh, bigger and uh, <clears throat> we paddled that one like uh, I don't know, like five, six hours, mm. and uh, it it was slow, but we thought still that we were making progress. Yeah. Like, uh, and uh, in the second day in the backcraft, we were also paddling uh, 
against wind and against the current and uh, we still paddled uh, 25 kilometers in a day. Yeah. We had been like doing something at, at night and uh, doing something uh, during the day and uh, we, we found some fences uh, and we saw some like islands of uh, trees but uh, no like, signs of this uh, fazendas or or any houses yeah. or, or any other marks the, of uh, human activity like only some fences yeah. maybe but fences didn't seem by compass to be on the map they were not exactly the same direction and and uh, I, I and uh, Timo our team member, we were not very confident. My brother Ryan, who is, uh, we, we are all, think, no, maybe better than average yeah. in uh, navigation and uh, <clears throat> with an orienteering background. And uh, and he, he said that uh, he was uh, quite confident that we would were moving in that area. And he he said that he. he identified those uh, two uh, fences then. Yeah. And, uh, and then we, but we, we were not, uh, no, the confidence was uh, getting uh, lower <laughs> during the day uh, as, as mm -hmm. they progressed and, uh, and as this area was so big and we thought that we had been traveling quite a lot already in the far distance there was uh, again a tree line mm -hmm. by map uh, there was a tree line that was around a bigger river a little bit more than half of the <coughs> of the course of the this uh, layer yeah. and then we saw, thought that okay let's make it to that tree line and maybe there's a river and then we can uh, Look at the bends and and uh, maybe fix our location yeah. there. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. We got to the river, you know, went to through some bush and uh, looked for a best uh, way to cross the river. And then we no, we get to the river. Then we got to the river. It was a uh, overgrown, I don't know, 30 meters wide, like a big river. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Uh, and uh, we started to, there were some some uh, possibilities to paddle sometimes on the side. It was overgrown, but mm. uh, sometimes you could paddle, sometimes you had to carry the boat. And when we went uh, down that river, a couple of hours, and then we got to the point that, uh, that there was a discussion mm. that, uh, no, there were several rivers on the map, and uh, and uh, the rivers that matched the bends that we counted and uh, throw throw on the on the paper were about uh, like 15 kilometers apart. Yeah. One was one was on the left side uh, of the intended course, and one was <coughs> on the right side. Hmm. And uh, since uh, no, our direction, we had been using compass, but uh, but all the time you go this way and that way, and uh, and especially at night when you, when we started out, uh, and we were a bit um, <coughs> uh, no, sleep deprived, yeah. and uh, you have uh, you can't be a hundred percent sure that. Uh, this is the right that you have been going in the right direction because you have been going uh, then uh, like 16 hours or how long already yeah would more like 20 hours and uh, usually you when you move 20 hours you will travel quite a long distance and, and we hadn't uh, got any any object to fix ourselves yeah so and the food 
we had was for 14 hours plus the five hours for the next trek plus some uh, like security yeah. hours and uh, so it was obvious that uh, if we uh, Ryan was confident that uh, we are on the river that is uh, north of the intended route mm -hmm. and uh, I and Timo we tended to think that um, maybe we are <coughs> on the southern river mm. and uh, then there was uh, like a discussion yeah <laughs> and, and uh, it was like four hours to the darkness and uh, it was obvious that if we if we choose the wrong one mm. and uh, start out from there then we would uh, go even more in the wrong direction yeah and that would mean that uh, we would be out of food and uh, that would like we need to be evacuated maybe we and our map was uh, cut so that uh, the intended route that we drew we had only like about maybe 10 kilometers on each e side yeah maybe a little bit more so you know, the map was not of much use yeah. <laughs> but still yeah. Better to have something in your hand, and uh, and so uh, it was obvious that uh, that, uh, that this uh, situation is uh, well, we are not bad navigators, and uh, yeah. we can't handle it yeah. uh, in that way. That we have uh, never had a problem before. Yeah, <clears throat> we had never been uh, like lost. We have never been in such kind of uh, terrain before, mm -hmm. but, uh, but still, uh, travel for a day and not find anything, yeah. and, and uh, the risk to be traveling another like, day and not find anything, yeah. uh, that was so that was a, a risk. And so we made a call that uh, I, I said that okay, let's uh, ask the. Yellow brick, uh, uh, our bearing and distance from the PC. Uh, yeah. And uh, if that means that no, we are not thinking that uh, in any time of that uh, leg for the competition. Yeah. Like, no, this is only the beginning of the leg. Actually, mm -hmm. we spent. Uh, over uh, over 40 hours there <laughs> altogether yeah. but uh, at the, the decision that making time was about 20 hours in yeah. and then we thought okay it, uh, to make it on out on our own we need a fix on our location mm -hmm. and uh, we sent a message that what is our position you know, yeah. what is our distance and uh, and in what direction from the PC yeah and thought that if that meant uh, uh, like uh, disqualification or they would uh, give us a warning first because we didn't ask uh, to take us out yeah. that we are in uh, big trouble and uh, there was no but they didn't give us any warning and uh, they sent a message that it's 22 kilometers and uh, 116 degrees or something yeah. like that so if I remember correctly mm -hmm. and uh, <coughs> we put that on the map and uh, Ryan's uh, position proved right ah. <laughs> so, he, so he's the best navigator of us yeah I suppose you're still hearing about that right <laughs> I'm right you were wrong uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah not uh, not so much, but but yeah, it's, yeah. we are uh, satisfied with having him on the team. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, after that, uh, you still had to we, get out. Uh, yeah, yeah, we were on the river, and then we there was an option to you know before sending the messages, there was also an option that we would go back on the river and move on the other side. Mm -hmm. uh, when we intersected the river to go on the other side and then 
we would have uh, popped almost to that uh, pref point. Yeah. So maybe wouldn't have if we have would have uh, taken it to the other side, then maybe we wouldn't have been. Um, but the, finding out uh, just traveling on the on the terrain that you are in this pref point, I think it would uh, not have been easy. Yeah. Also, there was no like human activity there. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that uh, anybody was living there yeah. in any of those farms. Yeah. And uh, but when we got that fix, the location, then we said, okay, we were about four kilometers from the this, uh, intended track. Mm. And then uh, I thought that we would go by the river, but the others uh, voted that let's go direct. And then we <coughs> went direct, and uh, it was very. It was uh, probably the toughest terrain on that uh, leg. Yeah. We had to, to push through this water wheat and, uh, and some uh, thick areas and uh, very slow. Yeah. Much slower than the paddleable areas, zigzag paddling areas. Yeah. So we spent like uh, at least an hour, a kilometer. And then we finally made it to the probable cattle track uh, just before the uh, darkness. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were satisfied, but still uh, made a two hour back and forth trip just to count, like find some places to fix and yeah. uh, our location. And, uh, and we found some places and, and we fixed ourselves and were satisfied. Okay, now we have about it's like 16, you know, we are 20 kilometers to go there from there. Yeah. And uh, and as uh, so we were a bit sleepy, to uh, not night paddling is uh, a sleep machine. Yeah. <laughs> so we slept a little bit, maybe 90 minutes again, mm. or or maybe less. I don't remember exactly, but. And then we started to uh, follow this uh, cattle track. Mm -hmm. It's quite wide, and again, uh, low water coming towards us, as I remember. But no, I was in the back. Ryan was doing the uh, map reading, and again, and uh, I was uh, <coughs> between that state that I was just following and yeah. uh, and uh, a bit dizzy. And then at uh, some time we were <coughs> again uh, dis uh, discussing that okay, we were passing some uh, fence and then uh, there would come a turn that we had to turn to another track and uh, choose one from uh, three tracks that were going on the side. Yeah. And uh, that uh, had to happen at an old Fatsenda airport and uh, we had passed one fence and then we came to a second fence and uh, on the map there was no second fence and uh, around the airports there was always a fence yeah in the uh, like our previous uh, experience and it looked like an open area there and uh, ryan probably thought that uh, okay this is the airport and uh, there was a pretty obvious track going left I think some other teams, Swedish team, or they also took that left, left mm -hmm. there. That was actually a little bit too early, yeah. like a kilometer too, too early. Mm. And then we turned there and battled a little bit, <coughs> and uh, turned out to. At first, direction was okay, but then we got into a maze of the rivers flowing from every direction and and uh, it was obvious it was not, uh, not mm -hmm. the right place or so we decided to turn back go back to the original cattle track and then we just couldn't uh, find our way back because <laughs> uh, you couldn't go by direction yeah. you had to go around the uh, bushy areas and uh, sometimes there 
Yeah. You, you make one wrong turn and then you everything looks the same and you just couldn't find our way back. Yeah. And then we decided to take a three hour sleep, I think it was on uh, on an island, mm. river island. And we it was a cozy sleep. The backgrafting backgrafts were very comfortable <laughs> to sleep in. Yeah. And uh, and then in the morning we paddled around a little bit more uh, by compass, and then we already didn't know how far we had come from the uh, original track and and uh, there were some bushy areas and you couldn't go by direction back. It was uh, obviously not very good way and, yeah. uh, because the bush was very thick. And, uh, and then we found uh, like a bigger open uh, wet area and uh, there was a long fence there and then we got uh, fixed that we are there and finally found our way back to the original cattle track. Mm. Then we continued on that one and uh, got to the airfield mm -hmm. Fatsenda there was actually some uh, cows there and and uh, then we got hit by this uh, uh, thunderstorm it was very violent and uh, quite uh, intense experience like lightning coming down in 100 meters from ourselves and yeah. uh, you're in all wet uh, you don't know really what to do should mm. I hold that or 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 paddle or not or yeah. be standing outside the boat or inside and probably the rubber boats maybe inside but it passed <clears throat> and then uh, on my demand we again uh, spent an hour to check uh, every possible way or exactly where where mm -hmm. was the direction of the airfield mm -hmm. at the Fazenda it was not active airfield anymore yeah. no, so we spent a lot of time there to check that we would uh, pick the right one of the tens of the possible ways to go out of there yeah. and we found the right way finally and uh, because uh, I, w I was uh, talking to my teammates that uh, spending a third night this is like not an option. Yeah. Now we were like very low on food. Every other hour, somebody found something from the bag, like yeah. some uh, gummy bears <laughs> or uh, <coughs> a gel. Or uh, but uh, there was an abundance of uh, clean water, yeah. and uh, you can go quite long without food. But uh, but still, uh, it's not much fun. Person. Yeah. And. Uh, and then we were, uh, that was last uh, of the turns, mm. and then it, it was uh, obvious that uh, it would take us like five or six hours and we would be at the end of the leg. Yeah. And uh, we continued and, uh, yeah, mm. found some uh, Swedish wrappers <laughs> and, and uh, some half... Uh, full uh, of the half full like uh, uh, fruit gel mm. yeah so we <laughs> also ate, ate that one yeah and uh, and then in the end it got uh, dry the water we couldn't paddle anymore and we uh, rolled up the boats and and uh, walked the last part yeah. and then we got to the and uh, the TA and and uh, the guys there were quite surprised <laughs> and uh, we were much more surprised that uh, and they said that uh, oh you were the fourth team here yeah. we thought that we would be like uh, 14 or yeah. or something like that at least yeah. and they said that uh, only Colombia and uh, Techno are out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually, Techno never uh, got they, to go. Yeah, they didn't get. They didn't start. Yeah. 
and Colombia was uh, actually quite close to us already at uh, during this uh, thunderstorm mm. when we were researching or checking our way at that last at center. So yeah. then we got to the to the uh, TA and and the guy there said that uh, okay it, uh, you should like stay here now and. Uh, we said that, uh, yeah, that it's only 25 kilometers or 27 that uh, are the bikes still uh, there that maybe yeah. we can still continue and uh, bike to the end that there's no point in uh, like wasting yeah. money on airplanes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <coughs> then uh, called somebody and, and uh, we were granted permission and then uh, he also organized a lady there to make some food mm. and uh, in uh, half an hour we were taken to another house and and there was a little window in the wooden wooden window in the in the thick uh, uh, white floor with uh, this not floor not ceiling but uh, wall mm -hmm. wall yeah and it opened up and uh, and uh, there was a smiling uh, lady face and it started to push out uh, all kind of uh, food like spaghetti with meat and rice and cheeses and and so we had a medieval feast there <laughs> probably probably tasted really good didn't it yes because yeah we were uh, very very low yeah in energy and uh, and there was also some, uh, I think it was sugar cane, uh, some sweets, mm. and uh, and we bought them for the for our uh, race food for the next uh, trek. Yeah. And then we got uh, back to the DA and uh, DA house and uh, packed up and and started uh, walking. Yeah. And uh, we didn't we didn't see Colombia come in. Yeah. And we didn't know how far they were, and uh, the TA guys, they also they didn't have any internet and uh, no connection, and so they didn't also know where they were and if they're coming or, or who is coming. Yeah. And so we carried on. Yeah. So that was the background uh, as I remember it. So, uh, kind of fascinating. It's, it's, um, you're actually the first person I've. T well, I talked to Nathan and Chris, but we didn't talk much about the pack rafting. So it's very enlightening to know what it was like for you guys. So um, I do have a question though. If when you communicated with them with the yellow brick, if they would have said, "Well, you'll be disqualified if we tell you where you're at," what would you have done? No, I think we. Then we wouldn't have. Uh, no, we were not. We were not uh, even during this uh, forty hours that yeah. we, or forty-one hours that we were finally, or, or maybe it was a little bit more. We were not, uh, you know, like in a bad place yeah. or some. Some people say it was like a place that tried to kill you or mm. uh, say that you don't belong there. Or I was. Uh, not not fe feeling that the water was warm yeah. the weather was weather was warm uh, there were not so much uh, insects mm -hmm. than in some other places and uh, there was a lot of uh, animals that we saw and birds yeah. but uh, but uh, no we we were not uh, I, for me like the mountain trek had been a harder place yeah. uh, Harder, harder part of the course. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, I think uh, then we would have uh, tried to go on, and then uh, if uh, then we would have been uh, want to evacuate anyway yeah. later on. So, <clears throat> so probably not. Then, but I'm I'm not sure that. Yeah. Which we would have uh, prevailed. Yeah, our idea or Ryan's, mm -hmm. but uh, no, the 
problem there was that this map was uh, totally useless yeah. for this uh, area. Yeah. If, they, if they would have given us uh, even some kind of a like aerial uh, photo, maybe maybe that would have Help. helped yeah. people because there were some uh, uh, <coughs> this uh, some parts of the swamp peak parts were uh, different than the others. And uh, by aerial photo, you, you can like, see that there is different parts yeah. of the swamp. But by the map, everything was the same. Yeah. And there was much more of the of the forest areas that on the map, and that was uh, also confusing. And and uh, some of the rivers on the terrain were like the river that we were on. Mm -hmm. It was a very wide river, like 30 meters or or more. But on the map it was only a thin line. Yeah. And the river that was uh, marked with a wide line that we crossed later, uh, it, it was not wider. <laughs> so uh, it, it's uh, it's um, thought that uh, yeah. it's like, uh, not uh, very fair. Yeah. For the company, you, you can't even uh, use this map for orienteering yeah. and. Uh, and uh, that's why you can't blame the, that uh, the people get lost there. Yeah. And uh, if there is a, a possibility that to get lost, then and uh, and uh, that uh, puts the teams in danger, mm -hmm. then uh, not the adventure racing. Yeah. Yeah. World Series rules, uh, like uh, no, there is uh, there is. Um, some clauses that uh, allow the organization, organization to like, give uh, advice to teams without uh, disqualification. Yeah. And also uh, for the teams to use the yellow ring if they are in a dangerous situation. Yeah. And that, that uh, also doesn't mean disqualification. There is uh, said that uh, it will be penalized. Yeah. There is not uh, said that it is uh, definitely uh, disqualification. And some teams uh, said that it was very obvious that when you use yellow you will be disqualified. Yeah. I, I never got that communication. So, yeah. Of course, got phones ringing and planes going over. Um, yeah, I think. It, it it's kind of I get I don't know maybe a gray area I think everybody has their their uh, yeah, idea. I understand. Uh, yeah, but I let, let me what let me the, what the problem is. Um, yeah, and uh, but we yeah we really only got the fix. It was uh, yeah. not that uh, somebody like carried us out or gave us directions that uh, you have to no, like all the time that. Now do this and yeah. now do that, and uh, uh, we still uh, were the ones that uh, navigated through to the end, yeah. and uh, we still were the ones who were on our feet and on on in the boats, but doing all the physical work. Yeah. So I think it was uh, not uh, unfair to the other teams because we no there was. Uh, at least for the teams that uh, we were together with at the mm -hmm. previous TA, like uh, Rell or, or uh, Techno. No. Yeah. I think the decision was made in the morning that, uh, that the stage would be closed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the night time, they could have gone in, gone, you know, yeah. but they had like medical issues and, uh, and uh, that also hold them back. So. Yeah. Afterwards, it's yeah always easy. To yes, say that, uh, <laughs> we would have done better, but uh, but then you have already been resting, and uh, of course you feel more confident and yeah. more sharp, and uh, it's obvious. Yeah, here's I think my take on it. From in, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to talk to a bunch more people. I feel it's fine. You shouldn't have been disqualified. I think everything was fine. If the teams behind you had gone through were allowed to and gone through and did need help then then that maybe you, they should be ranked higher than you but the race didn't let anybody else go 
you did the whole thing. So I think uh, one little fix in position is not a disqualifying, no. <laughs> especially since uh, uh, yeah. there was a lot of other things think... changed during the race. Yes, yeah. not this uh, the rules. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Everybody should uh, follow the rules, yeah. and we always uh, try to do it. And uh, yeah. we never deliberately uh, like uh, want to no. cheat or get, get an advantage. Uh, yeah. But uh, there are like several when when you start looking at it um, uh, with that that. that searching for the mistakes of others that, uh, that what they they have done uh, that's in the rules yeah. that is not allowed and uh, when I read uh, Nathan's report there was a part and they were in this uh, uh, reference point and uh, he wrote that we were resting and uh, I no, I might be wrong uh, but Chris went out to check for some uh, possibilities hmm. no. yeah in the rules it's deliberately uh, uh, going apart yeah it's, uh, pena- yeah uh, has to be penalized yeah. but uh, no. almost every team has some kind of a yeah. moment uh, when they can't see each other in the push maybe yeah no. or or somebody is uh, needs uh, water and uh, somebody goes like uh, 200 meters and to look if the stitches has water or not yeah yeah. And uh, so you know, there are some kind of things and this uh, sport is such that uh, that uh, everybody has to like be to be as fair as they can. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, because uh, there is no uh, Well, it's the spirit of the rules. You can you can check everything. Yeah. It's more like a gentleman's thing. Yes, I think that's a good way of putting it. It's, yeah, it is. It. Yeah, you're required in some regards to yeah be monitor yourself and make sure you don't break any rules. So, um, what? Very. Uh, thank you for that. That's. I think that's going to give people a really good idea what that was like. <laughs> so, was the? Yeah. Did you have fun? At the race, <clears throat> no, uh, <clears throat> we are not uh, very experienced in the long mm-hmm. races. We have uh, we have done it. You know, yeah. I have personally done it in uh, 2010. There was uh, Explore Sweden, 900 kilometers. Uh, that was my first one. Then in 2000. Uh, 11 I did the Tasmania World Championships mm. and uh, we had one member uh, who got sick and then we continued uh, free person team and uh, and it also took eight days no, yeah. winners did yeah. uh, five and a half or six so uh, so that was the second one yeah and uh, and after that, uh, that was my third yeah. long. So, and uh, between the, that, uh, I've been doing uh, the more of the European mm-hmm. adventure racing series. Yeah. It's uh, up to uh, three days races. Yeah. So, um, so the long, like uh, one week, or now we had the longest uh, yeah. there. It was uh, seven days and. And uh, seven and a half days. So, so this is uh, quite. Uh, uh, it's not very usual for us. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. It was hard. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Even I, I don't. It was a li- little bit surprising that, uh, that like Nathan Fav, who is uh, so experienced mm-hmm. and has been in so big races, that I look in the YouTube. Uh, like the Echo Challenge, and uh, that seems to be much tougher competitions than, than the much tougher guys than yeah. uh, nowadays. But uh, he said that it's the hardest. No? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't I don't believe in superlatives. That uh, it's everything is different for other persons. Like Costa Rica, I think 
by the pictures and uh, I think it was uh, tougher. I wasn't I wasn't there, yeah. but I think it was uh, it was tougher. Well, I think so, yeah, Costa Rica was longer. Me, yeah. But. but for me, yeah, it was, it was uh, hard. Mm. I liked it. Yeah. I didn't like uh, uh, this uh, very thick uh, forest mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, um, and that it was uh, it, it, um, there was an element of um, uncertainty yeah. that uh, you couldn't be certain that uh, when you're navigating good that uh, you would uh, get to that point. Yeah. Uh, many teams had uh, problems like that that they just didn't find the uh, track and then they lost like six or eight hours or more yeah even like in a very short distances and uh, that was uh, not very good yeah but uh, but uh, I've been wanting to do some uh, race that is uh, really more like an expedition mm -hmm. and uh, and that was certainly it. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> good memories. Good. That's good. So, um, we'll just wind up here a little bit. What uh, what do you got planned coming up for next year? Do you know what races you're doing? Or is it too soon to tell? Uh, <laughs> yes, it's uh, too soon because we really haven't discussed it yeah. with the team. And uh, I personally have been uh, thinking that uh, maybe to take it uh, a little bit easier next year mm -hmm. maybe only do some some race that is uh, close by yeah. where i live in estonia that's <clears throat> in uh, north uh, europe close to scandinavia yeah so we have some um, nice races here uh, uh, that is uh, that is uh, that that don't consume so much uh, time and uh, and money. Yes. Like, uh, yeah. For instance, in uh, June there is a very good uh, three-day race in uh, Russia, in uh, in the northern part here, <coughs> close to Finland, mm. uh, called Red Fox. Yep. So maybe that maybe that one and because uh, it like we did it two years ago and, uh, and the starting fee was uh, like a hundred hundred dollars or something. Yeah. <laughs> like that. So. Uh, compared to the world championships five uh, six thousand yeah it's uh, pretty cheap yeah. but uh, yeah. the terrain is uh, very nice so. <coughs> so. and then uh, yeah, there is uh, as we've been doing uh, uh, also the regaining world championships uh, around the world mm -hmm. and, uh, next year is the choice uh, to do the regaining championships in uh, Australia yeah. or or do the adventure racing championships in Australia yeah so probably both of them are uh, not uh, possible yeah. because <clears throat> I have uh, small children and and uh, have to uh, study at university and also work and yeah. so it's, it's uh, a little bit too taxing yeah well it would be nice if you yeah, pick one or the other and have a good time right Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Bring the wife, the, then everything is. Everything's okay then. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, thanks. This has been fun. So, um, yeah. I'll. Uh, oh, do you um, have any links to your sponsors or anything that you'd like me to put up? Um. Well, yeah. Maybe. Just yes. We don't have actually yeah international sponsors. We have okay. uh, <clears throat> we have been uh, like raising money, organizing some uh, events ourselves, okay. Okay. and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, we have a very good adventure racing community in Estonia, and uh, maybe probably one of the biggest uh, adventure races also has been uh, when. Estonia and Latvia here uh, joined hands a couple of years ago. We had a night race of uh, 10 hours uh, where there was uh, more than a thousand people wow. starting at the same time. So cool. I'm not sure if there's been uh, such an event in the world That's, anywhere else. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, 
a lot of support also from from the Estonian uh, our friends and, uh, and yeah. uh, because it was uh, the biggest newspaper of Estonia we had a already a um, cooperation with them during the expedition Africa in June and uh, they posted like a blog mm. every day what was going on in the competition and, uh, and we grew our fan base and now uh, during this competition also we had a very <coughs> a very big number of, uh, of uh, supporters mm. And Estonia has a population of only 1.3 million, so so we had uh, thousands of uh, fans. Oh, well, cool. Well, yeah. Every step. Yeah. Well, send me any links you want me to put up, so we can yeah. we can let your sponsors and all your friends know know uh, yeah. what a great job you did. So. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well. It's late there. I guess so you might thank be you for the podcasts and yeah. Yeah. and and uh, yeah. Hope to hope you get some more up soon. Yep, so they're very interesting. Yep, I've got a whole. I think I'm talking somewhere around 15 people that were at Worlds, so we should have a good idea what happened during the race by the time we're all done. <laughs> yeah, so. no, it's best that uh, everybody stays friends and yeah. I think I think in the end, uh, that's that will happen. We can we can fight again sometimes. There you go. In the other competitions. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thanks for the chat. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.